This podcast is part of the Frederick Podcast Network. Learn more at listenfrederick.com. Oh, it's a call to arms. <laughs> is that a mouth harp? <laughs> <laughs> Danny has a washing board. I used to be good at this. <laughs> that was a good one. There it is. Yeah. Oh, there we go. <laughs> I could blow the bottle soon. Like. <laughs> Yeah, the, in the in the dip jug, <laughs> yeah. on the dip jug, <laughs> the spittoon. Uh, Y'all ready? Yes, let's go. Beers in the lot is partnered with the Hockey Podcast Network. What's up, everybody, and welcome to Beers in the Lot. Before we get going, let me just remind you about our shop at beersinthelot.com slash shop. That's where you can get the t-shirts and other merchandise with Beers in the Lot logos on it. Also, check out beersinthelot.com for anything else you might be curious about about this podcast. And be sure to join the Discord at beersinthelot.com slash Discord. Well, for our first episode of 2024, episode 177, the guys and I talked about the Winter Classic, World Junior Championships, and the PWHL starting up. Oh, all right, let's crack the beers. Heavy pour. Need it. <laughs> Jaywa, kick us off for 2024. Uh, I am drinking Knob Creek nine-year Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey. Uh, welcome to 2024, gentlemen. Eric, what are you drinking this evening? I have a fine imported Pilsner from Canada by the name of Labatt Blue Light. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> yes, excellent. Daniel's crack sounded like a gunshot. <laughs> what do you What do you have, sir? <laughs> that is because I have the big boy, the mortar. A double dog, double IPA. Oh, yeah. yeah. 12% bad boy. Mortimer over there. I need it. Now, you're going to finish that, all right? And then I'm going to tell you (laughs) about the double dog challenge. Okay? Oh, boy. Okay. (laughs) The double dog challenge is a full six-pack of those. Oh, my God. (laughs) Jesus. (laughs) Uh, I would like to live. Thank you, sir. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) And what do you have tonight, Aaron? I have a repeat of Samuel Adams winter lager. It's good. I've been, I've been drinking these, you know, no respect for authority. Did you see the uh, 2023 (laughs) recap that (laughs) went on Instagram, John? (laughs) Yeah. You had had like literally the exact same photo in a hundred. It was the exact same photo. The last 10 were all stellar for me. (laughs) (sighs) Oddly enough, we end up in the same configuration every time that we, I guess it's alphabetical. Every time we take the picture and uh, that worked great. (laughs) But anyway, (laughs) 
Yeah, yeah I'm a repeater, and I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, bold words, Aaron. Jeez, I mean, very rebellious in the new year, I see. <laughs> uh, gotta be, right? Actually, rebellious is... uh. And new and fresh is a good way to uh, talk about the Winter Classic this year. Some new, fresh teams, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> finally. <laughs> oh, don't worry. There's already rumors that they're trying to get Chicago back in because Bedard's yeah. in the fold. But It's good to see both teams went with their vintage sweaters. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, yeah, no, but both Seattle's Seattle, old teams. Yeah. Seattle's Seattle has brought it. Seattle's has history behind it because that's that's mm-hmm. based off of the old Metropolitans sweater, which was the first American team to ever win the Stanley Cup when it was still mm-hmm. a Challenge Cup. So yeah. you would you challenge whoever had it, and you go play them, and then you'd win it or not or whatever. So, but uh, yeah, I I actually liked Seattle's uniforms once they were on the ice much better than vegas oh yeah absolutely i i liked vegas like i like the jersey minus the v like i don't mind the color scheme i don't mind the pants i don't even mind the cream color it the v is just like it just doesn't do it for me like i don't know yeah maybe what would you want on the front of that uh yeah great question i i guess that's the only thing like i don't an L for loss. <laughs> yeah, I did see that. I did see that. Yeah, there there are some of those memes going around. Even uh, who was it? Great. I think it was uh, I think it was Jesse Jesse Granger, a writer for the Athletic, who covers Vegas. He even put like on uh, Instagram or Twitter or X. Sorry, uh, he even said like, ah, I hate seeing that, but very clever. You know, like kudos. I think it like you could have done like an old timey night image or something. I don't know. Maybe like a maybe like a coat of arms that represented yeah, Las Vegas. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Vegas, like know. a sun, maybe a light. You know, for lights, maybe some coin, and then well, you can't really put like hookers or anything. Maybe like a bunny. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like you know, yeah. I like Eric, like a coat of arms or something. You know, something yeah. like old timey like that. Yeah, whatever. But I mean, the game's somewhat uneventful if you're a Knights fan. But I. I thought the game was yeah. boring, period. Yeah, it was kind of <laughs> like it was it was a hair lame. Yeah. A hair lame. <laughs> like actually at one point I was like, can we see like a hit from behind or like a borderline? Like something. <laughs> I was like, get something but like get something to like kind of get a little more like feisty you know, some like kick it up a notch just a little bit. The, the but, most action was on the broadcast between fucking Biz's dumbass and the stupid mascot for seattle the troll yeah (laughs) Yeah. that was that was like the the most action that happened in the whole broadcast like that's what everybody's talking about they're not talking about the hockey game they're talking about that so you know yeah it's good new markets yeah seattle is seattle is a huge sports town it's been that way it has a, a lot of history you know with baseball and football and and basketball with the sonics but you know it so that's good, but you know I I don't know like the the hockey was just boring. I I I expected more. Like I expected NHLers to realize like oh, this is the only game today. We're the only game on the schedule. We have national international mm-hmm. broadcast. Like let's 
let's turn it up. Let's let's show something. Maybe they just don't have the personalities on those teams. But it could also be just kind of like right after the holidays, a little bit of the doldrums. Yeah. And I know like especially if you're like Vegas and Seattle, that was a lot of those guys first time playing in an outdoor game. So they they could have got caught up though. Yeah, but they could have been caught up in everything else that goes around it. You know, like kind of like your family comes in, you kind of have a few you know, a couple of days to kind of take it east a little bit. And I, I get it because there's two points still on the line. I mean, yeah, but eh. I mean, it, I guess if you're looking at it from a league perspective, went off without a hitch, which is awesome. And it, it seemed to be a good success and supported by both, you know, yeah. bases. So, yeah. Right. What was, what was the number in house? It was like 43,000 plus something like that. Hmm. Yeah, it's going. Good. So, so I mean it's a it's yeah. a big baseball stadium, so that, that makes sense. But yeah, that's that's really good. Did anybody see the video of the, the people who were in the seats down low? They were like turning back to like watch the Jumbotron. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're like, I can't see yeah. anything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's a baseball stadium. It's a baseball stadium. It's, yeah. it's not made for hockey. <laughs> I feel yeah. like I feel like for those events, the uh the second like the second balcony is always best yeah if you're up high you're probably in a better spot i would say if you were up on the second deck like on one of the baselines maybe right about where the bases would be you know first or third that's mm-hmm. probably where you want to be i would think but now did you did you go to the winter classic i know you skated no we i didn't go they just they the they offered the youth hockey clubs in the area um, the opportunity to go to Nats Park when Washington played Chicago. Uh, what was that, 14 or 15? I don't remember now. But, yeah, something like that. I know Troy um, Brower won it. Yeah. He scored with like 10 seconds left or something against Chicago, fittingly enough. We got to go skate, but I didn't <laughs> go to the game. Yeah. Like, I was, you know. The only, the only thing that was kind of like bogus about that, and, and I understand kind of like the logistics around it, but like, they offer the youth organizations, at least they did in the DMV area, to like skate the day after. So you have like an hour and 15 minute ice slot, you know, very strict on time because, you know, they're shuffling people out, they, bringing another organization. They were tearing it they, down. They, they were, were tearing <laughs> half that shit down. And the other thing, too, is there was no chillers. So like it was no. super cold the day of the Winter Classic. It was like 20 degrees with a pretty significant wind chill. The day we ended up skating, it was like 50, 50 something overcast. So it was a little chilly with wind, but like there were some spots that ice, I mean, your, your skates were soaked (laughs) in your, you know, your pants. I mean, it was just so wet because they like the NHL is like, all right, enjoy it. Bye. And they just unplug it and like take the chiller system out. But yeah, I mean, they pull it out from underneath your feet. Pretty much. yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. I mean. I understand uh, the the reason they you know is yeah well they got to get out because guess what uh, baseball starts in a couple months so yeah, those right. guys got to get ready so you got to get out of the building like <laughs> yeah because they have to do any turf or yeah they got to do all their work yeah, yeah. <laughs> tell you what they might need to send some chillers up to the Poconos <laughs> yeah. oh man yeah. we still got a couple it's, weeks uh... here. Still a while, hey man, still a while. I mean, if but, you recall uh, last year, it was very close as well. So it was. Yes. I'm not. I'm enough of these scare tactics. We're not. We're not doing <laughs> I mean, this. we're going up I'm there. Not anyway. even. 
If we don't skate, yeah, exactly. I don't care. We're going up there. Yeah. Although we last time it helped hey, that it was hey, negative four. Hey, Aaron. Yeah, that helped. Aaron, they stir- <laughs> They still serve like alcohol in the establishments up there. That's right. So, <laughs> la- yeah, okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we might be- not be playing hockey, but we'll be having fun. The game room has poker. What's this? That's what matters. What's the sport you're talking <laughs> Look, man, about? Last year, last year, they had what? It was only like four or five days of below freezing close to zero temperatures yeah. leading up to the event and they got a solid day in plus that yeah. that sunday morning so you know I, it'll be fine we're be we're fine. in good shape we're in good shape i was here. just looking at the I... weather they're they're hovering around freezing anyway so yeah it's like yeah you know the highs are like 34 it'll be fine i'm not yeah. too terribly worried about it i would feel better though if there was you know a foot of ice out there already but you know well, it's not that time of year yet. It hard, isn't that time of year. Hard freeze, no, hard freeze won't happen typically till mid to late January. So we'll see. I think it'll be a okay. Yeah, we're fine. We're still four weeks out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, cool your britches, Aaron. Jeez, tired of your negativity. Yeah, your goddamn negativity. <laughs> Anyone uh, paying close attention to World Juniors? Anyone enjoying yes. anything? Any overall kind of thoughts as we head into the kind of knockout stage? I defer to Rigsby. <laughs> <laughs> I really like how USA is playing when they're playing well. I, I have issue with them because they, it seems like they get in their heads and they kind of fall out of what they do well, with, which is speed and possession. They're not a big team. So, like, when they played the Czechs, they controlled the puck for the first half of the game, and then the Czechs decided, like, oh, we're going to use our bodies. <laughs> and then they kind of came back, and then it had to go to a shootout. But I think, you know, if, if that Team USA team, like, continues to use their speed and continues to play a true possession game and not just throw the puck around and not try to skate through people and you know makes make smart plays you know keeping the puck as long as possible before uh volumes of shots like i think i think they're they're in good shape they're obviously the odds on favorite coming in that's you know nobody questioned that not even canadian media so you know they're also they also have the pressure of being the team to beat right now so we'll see uh canada when i watch them they look like a selfish team hmm. like they have a, they have a lot of selfish players that just make that make like self like they make like i would yell at guys if if they were on my line like some of the plays that they make i would yell at them because they're just making selfish plays I mean, when I watch them, like that's what it looks like. Well, that you know what's interesting. The one thing I've kind of taken from the tournament as a whole is like, it, there's been a lot of bitching about the officiating in the Double IHF. Oh, and part yeah. of me almost, I want to say this every year, and I, I, I mean, I've never been in a coach at the Double IHF level or anything, but I would almost drill in from the start of selection camp when they do this back in September and you know August in some scenarios where they start kind of like notifying players like hey you will be invited to selection camp sit them down and go like hey this isn't the whl this isn't ncaa 
this isn't USHL, you know, any division of hockey that the North American kids will traditionally play. Like, so you got to be a little smarter with some of your hits. And I'm not saying like some of them have been, you know, poor hits where they should get five in a game. I'm not, I'm not even saying that, but it's like, Hey, you guys need to be super aware that like sometimes some of the appearance of some of these hits, it looks borderline and they're going to go, you know, on the era of caution and safety. But like geeky got kicked out like 11 or 12 seconds into the game the other day. And he's like, this is garbage. And I'm kind of like, well, dude, like, how are you not aware of like a scouting report on the officials leading into the tournament? No, it's not the You're officials though. They called it exactly to the rule. I know, but that's it's what I'm saying. Like white. the players, the players and the coaching staffs need to be like, Hey dude, pay attention. If there are dangerous plays and if there's any head contact, you're done. Mm-hmm. That's it. Exactly. It's black exactly. and white. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not mad at the officiating. So it's more like you can't, you guys like, are dumb. Now, if you want to argue about the rule, fine. You can argue about the rule, but you can't argue about that specific play that happened and being geeky getting kicked out of that game. Like yeah, you cannot. He's, he's ding dong. They, they called it textbook. Exactly. Textbook. Like I, yeah, that's where I'm that's saying. What John's yeah. saying, right? Is that yeah? Like how? Yeah. Why? Why can't these kids just get it? Later on in that game, when um, when uh, the German kid uh, Hoff hit Poitra, uh, Poitra turned right at like the last millisecond. Like you have to slow down the video to see him do it, right? But he does, and it's a like it's a bad hit because he could have got hurt, right? But he does he does turn and he when he when they're coming through neutral, he's coming down the boards, they're coming through neutral. Hoff is tracking him from the middle of the ice towards the boards, is basically pinching him off on the boards, and then goes for the hit. And at that point, Quatra like like turns to like button hook back up ice and he gets caught. Right? Because yeah. Hoff's right on top of him. And it's a bad hit. And you can make the case that, yeah, that probably should be five minutes, but by the rule, it wasn't because there was no, it wasn't head contact. It wasn't, it it was boarding. That's what it was by the rule. So that's what they call it. Two minutes and everybody's going nuts because they're like, oh, they kick geeky out because of this. And then this thing happens to our guy and they're not giving him the five and the 10 in the gate. Well, yeah. because they they actually call it the right way, and I I I want to dance around some of the communication problems with the officials too, because I think there's an issue because they've had, especially the TSN uh, feeds that I've watched, like they've had mics in certain places, and you could hear conversations between players and officials, and coaches and officials, and the officials are not all from the U.S. and Canada. Correct. They're from Sweden. They're from Czech. They're from Finland. They're from Germany. They're from all the representative countries. Okay. There, there are some language barriers and you could, you could very clearly hear them when you hear the communication between players and officials and coaches and officials. And I, and I, I don't want to say it, but I think that's part of the problem is they, we, they can't get past it. But to me, like when I see like the Canadian coach talking to 
the officials that they had for that game specifically for the Germany Canada game. I don't know. I don't know where the officials were from, but there was clearly there was a communication problem between the Canadian coach and that official that he was talking to about those plays. And I think it just, it ratchets up the emotion and the tension and then everything just goes to shit. Right. Again, I don't know if that's even a problem or how you would even fix it because you need to have representation, you know, you, you, in the, in the interest of at least making things fair and balanced or whatever you want to call it, like all those stupid words. But I think that's important, but I think there's also like, there's a common language that we have to come up with between the officials and the teams so that they can get through these things and figure out how are we going to play? You know, what rules are we playing by? What's going to be called and what's not? And at what degree are we going to call things or not? So I think you're right though. Like it's got to come into, got to be a factor because I mean, any, any mic'd up videos I've ever seen where it's like a player or a coach token talking to the ref, they're doing it constantly. Like, right. I'm going to, I'm not going to call that. If you do that, like the ref is literally yelling at the players. like, stop doing that. Or I'm going to call you, or I'm going to call this every time. Or, or, you know, like they, they're telling the players exactly how they're going to call the game. So I, I have to think that that's, that's a huge factor. And I mean, like you said, John, if, if these kids didn't get a talking to and basically said, you got to tone it down a little bit, like you, you can't go out there and throw the hits that you want to throw to try to get noticed because that's what half of these kids are doing is that they're trying to, you know, put on a show for the eyes that are on them so that yeah. they can further their careers. And they want to go out and throw big hits because that looks good. But at the same time, getting thrown out on a game and not getting to play the rest of it does not look good. So they really need to have have i hope that they were talked to and told hey you, you throw hits to win the game but don't go out there trying to you know make the flashy hit to 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 set the tone or whatever like you you just can't do it the same way as you do back home and that coupled with the the communication barrier with the refs yeah i i think you got a you got a powder keg there so it it it's it's actually kind of not surprising that that there's issues like this and yeah, I, I I don't want to say that this happens every tournament, but I feel like I feel like there's been similar storylines and in, in other tournaments we watch too. But I mean, I just I think so. from a fan perspective, there's there's a like fans, the average fan is not familiar with the double IHF rule book. They're not they're True. not familiar with that rule book, right? They're familiar with you know mostly the NHL and how it's called on a nightly basis, right? Right. And they're familiar enough to understand the difference between regular season and playoff NHL hockey officiating, right? right? Which they are different. Sorry. Absolutely. Um, right. They are. <laughs> as much as you know, people will argue against that. Uh, but the, the double IHF rules are completely different. And there are certain areas that, again, are, they are stark black and white. Like if there is, if on, on any kind of replay or anything, if there's any kind of head contact seen in any penalty situation, then penalties are ratcheted up, Yep. you know, to the point of, you know, you're, you're getting majors and you're getting kicked out of the game, you know? So I, I think, I think there's, there's player education, there's 
communication issues. There's fan education, right? Like there's yes. all these things yeah. that, that come up in these international settings. So it's true. Time out for just a second while we hear about our sponsors. We'll be right back. Is it new year, new you for 2024? Pure Hockey has the best hockey equipment, accessories, and apparel on the market to take your game to the next level this year. Maybe you made resolutions to improve your puck handling or passing. Maybe it's time to ditch that old stick and start the year with a fresh twig. Maybe it's time to refresh your NHL wardrobe for the race to the playoffs. Pure Hockey has it all. Whether it's training aids, the latest sticks and skates, or your favorite team's gear, get your hockey shopping done at Pure Hockey and use our affiliate link at beersinthelot.com slash purehockey. Bet the action on the ice with DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now and use code THPN. New customers can get $150 instantly in bonus bets for betting just $5 on hockey. That's code THPN only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. The crown is yours. Bonus bets inspire 168 hours after issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets inspire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash hockey for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gambling resources. NHL and the NHL Shield are registered trademarks of the National Hockey League. Copyright NHL 2023. All rights reserved. So the internet has been a buzz today. The uh, X's and Twitter's and Instagram's and such. Uh, I saw a lot of things. It was like happy PWHL day to those who celebrate. <laughs> and uh, I guess it was <laughs> it was uh to correspond with the 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 winter classic there's some other hockey on to watch too with the uh the the women's games uh with the first first games out of uh PWHL starting so that's kind of cool here there's some rule changes yeah. yeah so so one to start would be the standings which I'm actually a massive fan of they, there's been talks about trying to do it in the NHL for Oh, I don't know, 20, 30 years now. Oh, is this the three-point system? They're doing that, yeah, three, two, one point system. Uh, so three points for a regulation win, two points for an OT or shootout win, and one point for an OT or shootout loss. So this way, right. it I actually think it like incentivizes teams to, yeah, we need to get this done in regulation. And it yeah. opens things yeah. up, especially in a tie format, um, which I, I love. I, I think that's awesome. I I wish the NHL would do that, but you know, whatever. <laughs> but yeah, Eric, what's the shorthanded one again? So if you're shorthanded and you score a shorthanded goal, it wipes out the rest of the penalty, which there you go. I think is awesome because we've talked about before yeah. that the power plays penalty kills are too formulaic. Now, you know, what's going to happen. You know who the puck's going to, you know, what, the entry is going to be and where the passing lanes are. Everybody knows because everybody goes into, you know, shorthanded teams go in their, into their diamond or their box and everybody runs the one, three, one power play now in every single league around the world. It doesn't matter what mm -hmm. level. So, you know what? Make the shorthanded team play, give them an incentive to not be shorthanded anymore. So now maybe they take some, take some risks 
to try and go score. Maybe they put different players on the ice, you know, to to try and go score. I I like it. Let's let's actually let's actually yeah, play nice. hockey like instead yeah. of play like, football. Okay, two minutes now. <laughs> one team's on offense and one team's on defense. Period. Nothing else right. is going to happen. Like, yeah, let's let's change it up a bit. Let's. I like this. This makes it so that the shorthanded team is looking for opportunities to score. Maybe instead of dumping it in from their zone, they're going to, you know, carry it a little bit, see if they've got an option or two, and then see what they can make out of it. Maybe they'll take some shots instead right. of just dumps. Like, that's right. that's cool. I like it. Yeah. Get shots possession. dumps. Hell yeah. <laughs> shots over dumps. Absolutely. Get possession. Force the issue. <laughs> you know, and it, it should open up chances the other way too so if you're trying to right. increase scoring you know it should open up chances the other way now if you want to take it all the way to what i think is the ideal situation keep icing keep icing <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i knew it was coming yeah. yep. let's just play like make it a true shorthanded situation let's just play the game but you have one less player right so but yeah yeah i like it yeah and I saw a bunch of other stuff on on Instagram and stuff that uh, that the refs were holding the whistles and they weren't calling penalties. Yeah. Like they were allowing some uh, some rough stuff, which that's 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 a little bit different than what we've seen in the past. So that's that's cool. There was talk. I, I was watching the first game, uh, New York in uh, Toronto uh, today. I watched most of the first half or so. There was talk on the broadcast. It was TSM broadcast. So, um, you know, smart hockey people that were in the know that there were, when, when they got together with the players and the executives with the league and, and the teams and everything that, um, the players wanted, they wanted things to be a little bit more open as far as contact. They wanted it to be a little bit more physical and you saw it today. Like they were. There were some question, like we were just talking about World Juniors, right? The, like there were some questionable hits, <laughs> which, <laughs> which you again, if you if you watched any of the previous pro leagues or or any um, you know women's international games, like it's physical, but it wasn't like today. Like there were there were some there were some things that even in an NHL game would make you think uh, that that could possibly raise an arm, you know. Yeah, like mm-hmm, an interference right. call or something. Yeah. Oh no, no, you know, no! I'm not even talking yeah. about that. There was there was some stuff. Well, I'm where saying there I'm were. I'm saying that's were, what they called. Yeah, that's what they shoulders, called the penalty is interference. There were shoulders funny. going through shoulders that were starting to raise up, and I was like, "All right, we're we're starting to get to a place where, you know, it's um it it's looking more like a North American pro league, which I think is what they're after, and that's that's good. Yeah, that's I, good for the PWHL. Well, I think that's a good thing. Yeah. Well, yes, if you take yeah. it to like the uh, Canadian women and USA women, they do the rivalry series, and sometimes that gets a little chippy. So they did that like back in November, and then they've done the PWHL training camp, you know, all separated on teams. So like. That I mean, I'm sure some things boil over a little bit, like not any fisticuffs or anything, obviously, but like pretty cool. Like if this is going to be a normal, you know, everyday PWHL game where it's a little, you know, a little more body contact clearly than a, you know, double IHF women's tilt. Like I do see a lot of, you know, highlights on social media and stuff regarding that. So 
that's awesome. And two, like a lot of the women that played today, like some very familiar names put some points up, like Alex Carpenter. So if you're trying to sell that more in the, you know, areas, that, that's cool. I still have yet to pick a PWHL squad. Perhaps at some point I'll do that moving forward. I don't know yeah. where my allegiance will lie. Yeah, we'll find out. It's honestly, I, I, I'm happy that women's hockey is back in the mainstream and that they're doing new things, trying new stuff. Love it. They, they really need to make these teams more identifiable. I mean, that's probably their number one criticism is like, oh, they're, they're, they're logos and, and so on. Like the names of the teams, they're just kind of lacking. I mean, I know that's the number one criticism, but I, I gotta, I gotta say that I, I agree with it because it's tough to pick a squad when they don't even have a mascot. I mean, it's, it's just <laughs> the city. I mean, <laughs> on a diagonal on the Jersey, which is, uh, I mean, okay, fine. It's first season. Let them get back on the ice. Let's get them going fine. And then I guess it'll, it'll flesh out from there, but it's tough to pick a squad when it's just the cities, you know? <laughs> That actually came up on the broadcast. Jenna Hefford was on the first intermission, and um, they they literally asked her point blank, like, "You put all this together basically in you know less than six months. You put yeah, together right. a pro league with full time team staffs. Like they have full time support staffs. They have they have everything right that they need." You put all this together basically in less than six months. It started, you know, halfway through what would traditionally be a hockey season, you know, and and you and you don't have team names, you don't have mascots, you don't have all these things, right, that would traditionally be there. And she was like, "Yeah, but you know what? We've we've done all the right things. We've we have you know we have the full time support staffs. So we 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 have uh, living wages. We have all these." Uh, full benefit systems that allow the players to just focus on playing hockey and training for hockey. So they're true professionals now. So all that other stuff will come, right? And, yeah, and they, they, they want to involve the local fan bases in that activity, you know, like, like any other expansion franchise would do, right? They solicit names from the community and, and whatever. So it'll, it'll come, right? That'll, That'll yeah. that'll work itself out. I'm happy they're playing again. I'm happy they've got a league together again, and that that they have a product. More hockey's good. <laughs> More hockey is good. A unified league too. <laughs> yes, unified league is a it's a huge deal, and it's a shame it's taken this long, honestly. But uh, I'm happy that they're back. It's good for hockey. Yeah, now if only OFBG can get their fucking shit together. Neat league. Yeah, we need a unified league. <laughs> yeah. We, yeah, we need a unify our league. We need a unify our league. <laughs> All right, that's it for this one. Thank you for your listen and for your support. We appreciate all of your likes and ratings and reviews and subscriptions on the various podcatchers. Keep them coming. We appreciate every single one of them. I know I speak for the rest of the guys when I say have a good one. And we'll catch you next week when our new episode drops on Wednesday. See ya.